the day the Lord has made. Please rejoice and be glad in it. Okay. Please, because people, they wake up, and the first thing they're thinking about is, yeah, somebody did me wrong. I've got to do something today that I don't feel like doing. But praising God, they don't go in it lifting up God and knowing, yes, God, I've got all this stuff to do, but with you, I, w- I will be more than enough. You will make my strength more than enough for that thing, those things that I am supposed to do. Not the things necessarily that the world might bring us to do. Because the devil will come to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will try to take away your joy of worship. He'll try to take away your joy in serving. He will try to take away your joy in any way that he can because what? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And he wants us to forget that. He wants us to forget that. And there are so many things that that take away our joy that the, the enemy can send. Busyness, as busyness was taking away your joy. Your joy in doing the service. Um, uh, fortunately, the, the things he sends me to do, the kids pick me up. You know, we were just, just sharing today that I don't have a cell phone because Tanya said she didn't get a cell phone until she was an adult. And... And I said, well, yeah, that's the reason that I don't have a cell phone because I haven't got to be an adult yet. (laughs) So you can take yourself really too serious. Uh, Today, Annabeth, bless her heart, she's 15 months old, for those out there that don't know that. And we had the little bowl of cereal and she was treating me like I was her doll. She was taking the piece out, putting it in my mouth, <laughs> making sure I was fed, being a good mommy. <laughs> uh, um, Philippians 4.8, Matt brought that up again. Um, he says that, that I'm the one that always brings it up, but... Um, got somebody to read that, or am I going to read it? Yeah. Yeah, the Amplified might be pretty good, Betty. If there is anything worthy of praise, think on 
say this is the day the Lord has made I will be glad and rejoice in it we forget this the devil distracts us from what is good and pure and of good report and of virtue the things that we should be dwelling on he takes that away from us and when we don't focus on remember we said all good gifts come from God we don't focus on the good, then we don't see the potentials that he has put out there, the elements of potential that he has put out there, because we've ended up focusing on the negative. You're not going to maintain your joy if you're dwelling in, in unforgiveness. You're you saying when you get up, Oh, what that person did to me. What that person did to me. Um, you're not going to have much joy when you're thinking about that. You're not going to have joy when you're harboring that unforgiveness in your heart because what do you have? Bitterness. <coughs> Bitterness is not good and pure and good report and virtue unless you own Rolades or someplace like that because <laughs> maybe you can make a buck off of it make, but if it's your own bitterness it's certainly not going to help you laughter is good medicine you know we, we were laughing at ourselves um, we <clears throat> um, are told that there's a pandemic going on and there's probably some bit of truth to that but if you look at the TV during the day all day long you're going to hear oh how horrible this is they're not going to be giving you hope I've been sharing this word for the last maybe a couple years Betty about God's people will be taken care of. Yes, he is. Stay close to God. FDR helped bring us out of the depression by uttering the words, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. If we fear and if we don't have faith, we've had that faith taken away from us, then we have some reason to fear. We fear the Lord because we reverence him and the power that he has, the control that he has, that which he can bring about. We fear the Lord, although he loves us. We still know that, that he can bring about consequences in our lives. But he calls us to faith. He calls us to faith early in the morning. He calls us to, to come to worship. Now, worship, you want to first, as, as the Our Father would tell you, we want to reverence our God. We want to have that reverence. 
We want to come into that reverence. As we reverence him in worship, we come to the point as we continue in it that we start to gain intimacy with God. And if we have intimacy with God, then we have peace in our hearts. A peace that passes understanding when you see a world collapsing around you. Because we know God is in control. Personally, I think a lot of what's going on is, is the birth pangs of his return. We saw wildfires in California, then the wildfires switched over to Australia that were worse than they'd, they'd ever seen. We have the threat of pestilence, at, at the very least. And the fluids. But God has always taken care of his people. He will through this. In Revelations, he stays with us. We, are, we have more things revealed about him. He will lead us. He will lead us through our worship, through our song, through uh, songs of deliverance that he will give us in times of trouble where he is our hiding place. I hide myself in him. And those that know him know that that is a good place to be. You will, you will be safe. You will be safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous will run into it and they will be safe. And we, because we are his, we are the righteous through what he did, through what he accomplished. In his name, we have the victory over all our fears. He delivers us from all our fears. He delivers us from the curse of the law. He delivers us from the curse of sin and death. He will deliver us in times of pestilence. He will deliver us in times of famine. Um, the, the case that, that I had thought to bring with this, but I've ended up going in other directions, was the case of, of Joseph, and I wanted to show you the power of mercy. Those that are living in unforgiveness, they are not living in mercy and unleashing the power of mercy into situations. They're neglecting that. Joseph, if he had not had mercy on his brothers, there would have been great, great death in, in his family. But God brings about things so that so that his mercy can be unleashed, so it can be given. Joseph, first of all, his, he bore the resentment of his brothers, and that resentment turned to um, scheming against him. It, it turned to um, the spirit of murder being unleashed in some of them as they wanted to, to kill this dreamer. 
Reuben didn't want to go that far. He put him in the pit, and then they thought, hmm, avarice came up. We, we see these guys coming to get slaves. We can sell Joseph and make something out of this. And they did. Now, those who didn't have faith would have looked at the, the bad in all this. Joseph looked at where he was at, and he looked at how God could bring him through. He didn't look upon those things that were bad. Even when he was in prison, he did not look upon the things that were, were bad. He was wrongly imprisoned, and, but he did not look on the things that were bad. God has put me here. Where do we go from here? And he followed God. Yeah, yeah. A lot of time to develop bitterness. Yeah, didn't happen. Joseph thought to, to think on the things that were good and pure and of good report and of virtue, which was his God. He looked to God, and God gave him opportunity. If he'd have been looking at all the bad and woe is me, he wouldn't have seen the opportunity in these dreams that the baker and the butler had. He wouldn't have seen these things, but he was not looking at, at his circumstances, at the things that had befallen him. Instead, he, he was lifted up then. He was put in a place. And when Pharaoh, when the Pharaoh had his dreams, Joseph was close to his God. Therefore, Joseph could find, through his God, the interpretation of those dreams and warn the people of what was to come. There was going to be seven years of bounty. Then there's going to be seven years of famine. So Pharaoh, if you're wise, you will put someone in charge of of storage. Yeah, yeah. And so again, Joseph, because his eyes were open to the good, saw the elements of potential. We need to, in, in our difficult times, see these elements of potential and not hang on to any un unforgiveness that we might have because that will blind you to the potential of something good happening. We need to find ways to release mercy in these situations because there's power in mercy. Joseph had mercy on his brothers, and the nation of Israel thrived eventually because of the mercy that he had for his brothers. Job, when he went through his troubles, still said, Job 19.25, I know my Redeemer lives. Yeah, he, he had some points of wallowing around in 
why me and, and the pity of that, but he was brought back to the focus of, I know my Redeemer lives. And he knew that God would have a good end for him eventually, which he did. Because of Job's faith, he ended with more than he had to begin with. Jeremiah 29.11. Okay, somebody have that? All right, I thought you could. <laughs> okay. 29.11. Got it? God has a future for us. Amplified would probably be good, Betty. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I know. Now, Matt, we, we started out with something I put on Facebook, and it, whatever I put on Facebook seems to disappear because nobody responds to it. But, <laughs> but it was a paraf paraphrase, emphasis added by me. This is the day the Lord has made. Please rejoice and be glad in it. Because those that, that come into a day with the negative thoughts, the negative things, they're not successful. They're not fruitful. Um, you know, the, the old song, Let the Sunshine In. You know, smilers never lose and frowners never win. They're, the smilers are looking at the good part. They're not looking into the darkness constantly. Those that look into the darkness are not going to have success. They need to look for where the light is leading them. 
Jesus is the light of the world. Where is he leading you? If, as in Dick's case, he doesn't see a lot of light with the the burdens that have been upon him, that's probably not the direction he wants you going. <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that again goes hand in hand with worship, because worship, as we're talking about, first you want reverence that that as you continue in it it comes to intimacy and when you're in that intimacy then you can ask God to manifest his presence to you let you know and he will let you know most often by the word yeah he'll breathe on that word for you he'll make it alive for you and it will direct your path Thy word is a lamp unto your feet, Dad, and a light unto your path. And <laughs> yep, they are a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he puts people in our lives to, around us to, to help us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking of sharing my story for 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 some people that would you know it took me a long time to get to where the peace of God was really where it is in me today. And one of the things that held me back was a focus when I would get up on on the negativity of, but God, you have not provided a helpmeet for me. Everybody else has a helpmeet. I need someone beside me too. And that isn't lifting him up in the morning. Um... I had to to come to the point that maybe that's not even going to be accomplished in this lifetime. When I could come to p- at peace with that, I could in the mornings get up and I could recognize um, God's plan for me that day. Oh, decades before I knew the Lord even. Many days, many days. It wouldn't be every day. 
Um, sometimes I'd have to wake up and say, oh, it's the blizzard of 79. I've got an immediate task to take care of because <laughs> I would have to drive in it. You know, I was driving 400 miles a day during, those, during that time. And so, yeah, that would distract me for a while. But then, you know, those, those thoughts would, would come back so often. Um, I said, God, you've, you've given me the tools of, to be a good husband and father. And I'm not getting the chance. <laughs> sure. I was driving in the Chicago area, south side, um, over into the suburbs, uh, south, and over into Indiana, all the way out to Michigan City. And then I would come back to Rockford. Uh, it was uh, Colorcraft, or as they became Qualax, Colorcraft probably you would know them better by. Uh, when Kodak ended up getting their fingers in it, we became Qualex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway, God has uh, God has given me children, and He's given me grandchildren. <laughs> And I've been able to use those talents. I've been able to use those talents in tutoring. Been able to use those those talents in counsel, um, in uh, in helping kids through difficult things. Um, and God always, there was always something. I never had to work at having kids come to me. They just always did. <laughs> I don't know if I'm funny looking or what, but it is. <laughs> it would cause that. <laughs> Maybe I haven't lost all of my child. You know, I, I think that I, uh, children are very creative. I, I see when we go to uh, Discovery Center, Gabriel has some great talents in architecture things. He gets all those different shapes and he puts them together and I look at that and I would I would truly live in that house, Gabriel. I would <laughs> if somebody designed a house like that. That is really good. Um, but um, I, I had one book that was that was come to mind that I was going to write um, it was my autobiography um, was going to be entitled 101 Uses for Easter Grass, or Nothing is as Worthless as it Seems. So that reflected how I kind of don't al didn't always take myself seriously, and that probably kept me from going into any kind of depression for the things that I wanted to be achieved not being achieved. But because I would not be talented in a lot of things, um, I could probably not take that chair apart and put it back together. Um, it, it made others realize that they had some talents and that they could do some things because 
yeah, I can do that better than him. Right? <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> um, yeah, so so not having a lot of talents, it, it, I had started writing a novel about a girl called Bethlehem. And my name is Bethlehem, and I am too little. No, you're not. Um, Bethlehem would be like me. She was a reflection of me. Didn't have any talents to do this or that. or. Um, but because she didn't have those things, she was someone that could build someone else up. And that was a reflection of what God was doing with me, not having very many talents in, in my mind, was I could encourage others with their talents and and make their lives have more light in them. Um, kind of got off the track there, but um, I guess it was, was the area of, of my sharing um, failures of things that held me back and so that I couldn't come to the rest in the Lord that I have today. Sometimes I just had to let that go and move on and recognize maybe things wouldn't be accomplished that, that I intended. Um, I, I kind of got it backwards so far because I thought, well, I'm not going to have any children. At least you could give me a wife. <laughs> I helped me beside me. <laughs> but I ended up having the children instead. <laughs> uh, but God is good all the time. And and his ways are higher than my ways. And um, Mm-hmm. Well, it must be something about that year. That's when I graduated in seven. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that faith for between that and when I was a kid when he was in the uh thirties and forties. Uh-huh. And fifties and sixties and fifty dollars and fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it 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 used to be that, that I'd look on Father's Day as as a celebration of my shame. Um, it was very hard for me. Um, till you know, God was getting me to focus on the negative, and I couldn't see the elements of potential for success. And I think people would uh, would say that with children, I have a lot of success. And um, I have success in, in many other ways. 
Um, Go ahead, Betty. Light in the darkness, my God is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. See, Betty, you had the right song. <laughs> even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop working. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, 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 that is who you are.